Hello, everybody. It's Thursday. Coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, sorry, I'm a little bit late today. <laughs> I got I got kind of waylaid uh, on some uh, some trades late in the day, and I didn't quite get everything um, everything uh, up. But uh, I, I will. We're going to go forward now. Uh, basically, uh, here's the deal. It's uh, you know, it's another day of pain out there, and uh, it does look like the Dow now is uh, you know is 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 basically at the uh, the, the the fresh 2022 lows. So, you know, the the market has continued to move lower, and uh, so not exactly the kind of market that uh, is fun to trade. Uh, but we are definitely gone a little bit lower here. And uh, I suspect we're going to probably go even lower than this. So um, we are we are not in a confirmed uptrend. We, we moved to a confirmed uptrend briefly, but then we now are in an uptrend upper, under pressure. So just not a, uh, a great market um, uh, all the way around. Kind of a tough market to trade. Uh, but uh, hopefully I will give you some... Uh, some good stuff. Well, I'm, I was stopped out of two stocks. I was stopped out of uh, Valero. I was out uh, of Valero. Let's see. I was out on my stop loss on Valero um, at 119. It did come back a little bit, but uh, I was out. Um, the only stock that I have long that was up today was FLNG. That was up a little bit, so that's not bad. But uh, the rest of everything, not looking not looking too great. Uh, that's uh, definitely for sure. Um, but on the other hand, we did do very well on the shorts. And I want to kind of show you some of those. We've got five shorts going on right now. Uh, we have a bear put spread on Boeing, also on Salesforce, uh, Disney, then Netflix, and then Ross Stores. Now we put on the one on Ross Stores last night and Ross Stores took an absolute dump after hours. Uh, so um, this one probably will will do fairly well. Uh, I'll show you the live chart on this one uh, raw, for raw stores. Hopefully we'll, yeah, there we go. Uh, we'll get raw stores up here. But basically what's going on is that uh, what's, uh, what's going on here is that raw stores after hours went all the way from 92 all the way down to 72. Uh, 72. So that's amazing. That is... $20 a share that it lost just because it did miss its target. So uh, not looking good for um, for raw stores. Kind of want to show you how that uh, played out. Um, basically, here is the kind of the layout of what we did yesterday. We bought a June 17th 90 put, and then we simultaneously sold that June 17th 80 put. Our out-of-pocket expense on this one 290 and uh, this one because it fell so hard we picked up about 541 dollars today so pretty good for each contract that we were we were down now this has a break even of 8710 uh, and we will make all the money if we can hold this thing below 80 uh, out until the expiry which is on June 17th so kind of a nice uh, nice little trade there. Um, I'm going to be looking at some other option opportunities um, in the um, in in the retail space because, unfortunately, because of the situation that's going on with um, you know with the markets um, you know with with the with the economy, 
people just aren't spending. And so I suspect we're going to have some weak numbers in Costco possibly next week. Now that reports in 10 days. Um, we might be able to, to put up a good spread there. just want to show you this one uh, as well. The, the, the only thing is, of course, when this becomes too obvious, you know, you're not going to be able to get kind of the numbers that we were able to get on raw stores. But this one does look very, very vulnerable. Uh, Costco does look very, very vulnerable. I just think we could move down to maybe 410 possibly. Uh, it does seem to getting, be getting a little bit of support. But one thing I do know about these retail stocks, especially the higher price ones, they tend to get support at the even numbers, like 400. So in about a week, I expect this will be down. And I think in a month, we'll be trading at a 400 or below on Costco. Now, can we make money on this? Absolutely, if we do the spread right. Part of the reason I like to do these spreads so much is because they tend to um, they, they tend to make money, uh, but if we have a, a bear cat, uh, if we have a bounce on them, you limit your losses. And that's so important in this game right now, because, you know, it is such a competitive, um, it's, it's such a competitive game right now, uh, with some of these stocks, you know, moving, you know, not moving in the same direction. So one of the reasons I like to use bear put spreads is because it limits the risk but it allows us to get uh, some of that good juice if uh, if the stock is going to fall. And uh, I should be putting together more of these, uh, of course. Uh, one of the things I just want to point out, I haven't put anything, I didn't put out, I didn't get any time to put out the, I put out a video on the uh, bear put spread on, um, uh, on, on raw stores yesterday. And I'm going to try to make several of these other ones if I get Phil's. Uh, coming up. So if you want to keep kind of um, kind of keep in the loop there, just uh, go register at www.dallastradingfloor and that way, um, you know, we can we can get you all set up for that. So without further ado, let's uh, take some questions. Um, <laughs> this dude is a scam. I love that. Okay. Well, okay. I guess so. I guess you don't want to make money with me. That's okay. Um, follow the host. Okay. Why do you say that? <laughs> Well, anyways, a lot, there's going to be some, some haters out there, but at least I'm getting some people watching, so that's good. All right, if the SPY goes down, oil stocks go down as well? Well, possibly, but, you know, because there are some definite, in the oil sector, we definitely have a lot of the, um, uh, you know, we, we, do, we do have some oil stocks in, in the S&P 500. That's absolutely for sure. But they typically are the smaller ones. So there's also oil stocks in the Dow. I mean, you know, I own Chevron. And of course, that's a Dow stock. But let's look at uh, the XLE. And that's probably the best one. That's the Energy Select. That's the Energy Select. Um, uh, 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 the Energy Select ETF for the energy sector. And let's kind of take a look at it to see kind of where it's at. Um, uh, here's the here's the here's the chart for that for um, for the XLE, and basically it has been pulling back a little bit, but it's in an upward trend. If you'll notice, after hours basically flat eighty one forty two. The advantage of the XLE, of course, is it takes the oil sector. Now a lot of this is Chevron, a lot of this is Exxon Mobil, but this is uh, you know this can be a very good way to play the sector if you don't want to pick individual stocks. So in terms of going long, what I mean by that is what I mean by going long, of course, is that if you're going long, you're owning the stock, 
and if you're going short, you're, you're basically taking a position against the movement on the stock. So I really only at this point recommend going long in very few sectors, oil being one of them. Let's kind of take a look at the sectors and to kind of kind of give you a uh, you know, look-see on that just so that you can you can take a look. Now, hopefully you can see this. I Sometimes it's tough to read this uh, on, on the screen, but I want to show you the... Um, the 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 197 sectors and which sectors are doing the best and we're just going to sort them by strength let's look at that of course number one is coal believe it or not it's coal number two oil and gas drilling number three royalty trust that's oil and gas number four uh, international enp uh, agricultural chemicals that's number that's 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 number um five oil and gas integrated Oil and gas Canadian, oil and gas, oil and gas, oil and gas. So basically the strength right now in the market, and this is really the only place I think you want to be long, is in the oil sector. And I still think that even if the S&P goes down, um, you know, m- many of the stronger stocks in the uh, S&P that are in the oil sector, they're not going to go down. Uh, they're going to buck the trend. The um, the real uh, the, the, the stocks I think they're going to get hurt are in the retail sector. That's where I'm thinking we're going to see most of the damage is in that retail sector. Why? Because in the retail sector, that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where people are taking their discretionary money and spending it. So I see the retail sector as being the weakest of the sectors. That's the sector that I'm concentrating on for shorts. Uh, because I do think that that's going to be the case. Let's look at BBI. I, if this is Build-A-Bear Warehouse, oh, okay, this is BBWI, excuse me. BBW <laughs> is Build-A-Bear Warehouse, and that one is weak. Um, BBWI, let's take a look at that one. That's Bath and Body Works. That's also pretty weak. That's retail. Uh, you know, I do like the retails for the shorts, because uh, I do think that that there is a lot of weakness there now. This one, I believe, has come through earnings. Let me take a look here to see. Um, let's see. Okay, their earnings are coming up on. They've got a little bit of time to go on earnings. It's eight eighteen. So, you know, this one could be a potentially good short. I'm looking at it. Let's let's kind of get up to you know let's let's get up to twenty thousand feet and see. Okay, so we we made our high up here, and then we we made our high recently, and it's in a downward trend. So, yeah, there's definitely, this could be a lot more damage. We could see this come down a lot more. It's got a 22 relative strength with a downward trend. This is the monthly chart. So this gives us a, a kind of a kind of a, a, 20, a view from 20,000 feet. Let's take a look at the weekly chart. Boy, look at that. We had a, a kind of almost a gap down there on the weekly chart. Of course, there's no gap down on weekly charts because, um, because it's you know it's a it's a day to day thing, but uh, definitely below forty. Um, I see some support. The, the the nearest support I see is right about, um, you know, is, is coming over from here. So I see some support. And I see some support there too. Let's see if we can get a temporary line here. Let's see if I can track the price properly for everyone. Well, there we go. So that is support is 29 and we're currently at 40 so this could easily fall um you know in a month this could easily fall 10 points um this could easily fall 10 points but the price to short it probably 
would be at about 35. That would be my guess, about five points. I definitely think it uh, it will rally and it will come back up. So I don't know if I want to short this one because it's not set up properly. I want to see it rally up to that 21-day line before I would short it. But uh, definitely don't want to go long in this one. This one's going lower. Probably going to be a $35 stock by the end of the month. Uh, that would be my guess on it anyways. Um, all right, let's look at, uh, for Dan, let's look at SQM and take a look at that one real quickly. Uh, SQM and that, oops, SQM, bringing it up on my machine here. There we go. Oh, yeah, this is a great stock. This is a Chilean, um, this is the Chilean uh, fertilizer company. This is very, this is set up very, very well. It's in a buy zone. By the way, this is one of the ones that we possibly could take a look at buying. Why? Because it is, first of all, it's in a buy zone. Uh, the pivot on this one, 90.87, it's currently at 95.70. Uh, so it's a little, it's almost right. It's If you wanted to buy it, this would sort of be the last chance to get aboard because it's moved up so quickly that it's almost extended, but it's still, it's still okay. It's ch- closed at 95. Uh, uh, 23 and and now it's at 95.70. So it's definitely coming. If you want to buy this one, buy it now. Don't wait because it does look like it's going to go higher. The biggest issue that you have when you're buying this far above the pivot is that you know it can it, it can drop back to 90. The support is going to be right at 90.87. That's the pivot right here. So uh, if you do want to buy this one, this would this would qualify for going long on. Notice it's in the agricultural chemicals area. This, of course, we just looked at the at the strength list. This is definitely in it. This is the number five strength. This is the only, you really only want to buy in the top 20 sectors of the market right now. Definitely this one's in the top, top 20. It's in the top five. It's got a 100% checklist, excellent checklist. So if you want to go with, if you want to go long in this one, and I, I don't, you know, I was in Mosaic. I, I think I'm still, I think I'm still Mosaic. Um, this one would be a good one possibly to go along. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a quality company. Let me look at Mosaic, MOS. That's an, also in the same area. That's the, um, yeah, and we're in this one. I'm, I'm in this one. Um, I don't know if I was stopped. I wasn't stopped on this one. I was darn close to getting stopped, but it looks like it's making a reversal higher. This is also in the same group, the chemical agriculturals, which this is a good group, um, uh, th- this is a good group, but I think that looking at the charts, uh, that um, SQM is set up better than Mosaic right now. Let's look at NE um, as well and see kind of what's going on there. Uh, Noble, okay, this is also in a good area. Number two, this is a drilling area. You, remember, we are in a, sort of in a downward trend, so you really don't want to buy that many things long, but if you're going to buy long, you want to be you want to be in the sectors that are working. The sectors that are working right now, of course, oil and gas, and agricultural, uh, are working. So this is definitely in a working sector. Nobel, um, not quite as good a setup. We're a little bit shy of the of the of the buy point here. Um, if we draw a reversal line, let's put in. Let's see if we can put in a reversal line here, and get that in. Get that reversal. Oh. Not letting me. <laughs> Come on, baby. There we go. Okay, if we put a reversal line in there, you know we're still 
you know, this would have been this would have been the correct reversal. This would have been the correct place to buy it right there. We're definitely above the reversal line and we're coming up to the pivot. You could still probably buy this one. Um, it's got an excellent checklist, 89, <coughs> and it is below the pivot. The pivot being, it's got basically 11% to the pivot. So we're, we're pretty well below the pivot. The, the pivot on this one, 36.79, we're at 32.65. So we're below the pivot. So yes, we could probably definitely pick this up uh, as well. So both of these look good. Uh, you know, both of these look good. The um, SQM is, is almost extended. So if you want to buy one of these, try to buy SQM uh, uh, at uh, no higher than currently where it's at. Uh, you've got a little bit of more room with NE. So um, both really good. Thanks for bringing those uh, to everybody's attention. Uh, that's that's excellent. All right. Um, do I need to get out of LMT? Oh, this is, uh, I think, Lockheed Martin. Um, it, it always, it, you know, the, the answer, unfortunately, is it depends. <laughs> it depends. Uh, yeah, I would say that probably it's a good time to be out of this one. I do think we're going to get some support down here at the, at the um, there is some support down here, but we're in a downward, we're in a, we're in a short-term downward trend. So I would be, yeah, I, I, I think, I think we, I think, I think, Based on the way this market is trading, it's probably not a bad idea to be out of this one, um, depending on where you're at. If you're down more than 7%, really consider it because in this kind of market, remember, we're not in a market, we're not in a very good market. We're in a, we're in a market that is, uh, you know, that is retreating. So here's the thing. Um, what I would do is I would set a stop loss and then, and then just set and forget. That's what I do. Uh, you know, I, 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 I if I look at it too much, then I, then I, you know, say, Oh, I'll wait for it to, you know, wait for it to come back. And a lot of times I'm, I'm very, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm very disappointed when I do that. So here's the most important thing. Never let the stock move against you more than about 7% uh, from your buy price. So depending on how far you're down, what I would do is I take your buy price, multiply it times 0.93, and that'll give you the 7% stop loss number. Put that in and just put that in. If it triggers, it triggers. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, that's a good way to kind of manage your position um, so that you don't get stuck with your, you, with the capital destruction. You just don't want to destroy your capital. That's the major thing that we have to be super careful about. Um, all right, check out PBR. This is a question coming from TikTok. Um, 91 cents a sh uh, quarterly dividend. Okay, it's in fertilizer. Okay, PBR. Um, yeah, some of the some of those stocks uh, right now. Um, what's being rewarded in the market, of course, is uh, okay. This is Petrobras. Yeah, this is a good company. I agree with you. Um, uh, and see what's um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Moto 35. I definitely agree with you on this one. This is a good stock. Um, this is definitely, uh, you know, this is definitely one that you can consider. This is the Brazilian National Oil Company, and I have traded this one before. It's got an excellent, uh, right now it's set up very nicely. It's not technically at a buy point, but uh, you can you can kind of see where it's, if it, you can sign to see this uh, 1524 level, and it's right below that. There's some resistance there, but I think it can move beyond that very nicely. It's got an upward trending. Uh, it's got an upward trending uh, relative strength line, so I like that. 
It's also in the right category. It's in the integrated oil and gas, which is number six out of 197. This is the right place in the market to be buying. Um, 89 checklist, which is very, very good. Let's check the, let's check the um, fundamentals on it. I'm going to go over here to the weekly chart and take a look at that. We've got some pretty good fundamentals on this as well. Um, so let's see if we can kind of take a look at that. We just came through earnings and uh, they had, and I'm just looking at these earnings. Boy, the earnings were good. The uh, up, the sales were up 95%. The profits were up almost a thousand percent. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, so yeah, the first quarter was very, very, very healthy for this company. Um, of course, it's the Brazilian National Oil Company. Very, very good. The PE ratio on this one is a three. So wow, this is this is this is really this really is is good. This one definitely everyone out there should be uh, taking a look at this one. Possibly uh, this one does look like it could be a winner uh, as 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 well. So uh, PBR like like uh, like um, Paps Blue Ribbon, but this is a Petrobras uh, PBR. Um, and I, I, I think this is a, I, I think this is a good one. So I think you could definitely, um, I, I think you could definitely, uh, you, you, you could definitely, um, you could definitely buy this one here. Now I'm not really a fan of buying in this market. To be honest with you, but if you're going to be buying, this is the kind of thing you want to buy, is uh, the oils, and this is definitely a good one. So let's go with some more questions here. Uh, Charles is. S. Hmm. I can't remember what S is. Um, okay, Sentinel One. No, I don't think you want to buy this. This is definitely you want to avoid this one. Uh, I'm afraid um, this just probably is not going to give you a good look here. My my, uh, you know, just just looking at this chart really quickly. Um, you know, avoid it. So, I would be I, I would be avoiding, um, I, I I would avoid this one. I would definitely avoid Sentinel One. I don't think this is uh, this is gonna. I don't think this is the kind of chart that you want to that, that you want to to buy. Uh, weak chart and uh, not uh, not really really good. Okay, uh, it looks like um, somebody is asking about uh, Dave is asking about uh, Palo Alto Networks. Uh, again, this is not in the right part of the market to be buying in right now. It's, uh, uh, you know, it was an area, but uh, uh, PANW, um, it's just the, the problem right now is that uh, this part of the market, the, the computer software uh, security area, it's just not working. Uh, I mean, that's just a, that's just a long, that's just a long and the short of it. This this area of the market just is not working very well. Um, and this was a high flyer, but if you'll notice, it's 113, 132 out of 197. So we're buying in the bottom part of the market. We're buying in the bottom 20% of the market. This is not where we want to be. It's trading below that 200-day line, as you can see, and it's in a downward trend. So this one does not look good, uh, even after earnings, which were which were pretty decent. Let's take a look at the earnings. Uh, their, their, their sales were up 80% and their earnings were up 12% and it still went down. Why? Well, the reason I think it went down is it's just not in the right part of the market. You'll notice the P.E. ratio is 65. Remember, we looked at P 
PBR. There was a suggestion. Thank you very much for that. Uh, the 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 price to earnings ratio on that was a three. So uh, this one just doesn't doesn't hold up. Uh, doesn't doesn't hold up. So I would avoid this one. Uh, it's just you know it's just one of, it's it's just one of those things. I would avoid Palo Alto Networks. Um, just not the kind of stock you want to be in. It's 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 uh, it's not holding. It, it it's it's it, it it was it was doing well, but now it's starting to starting to collapse. So I could see some more damage for this one. I would avoid it. Uh, there's just in this market, you just don't want to be long. Uh, you only be want to be long in certain areas. Of course, that's oil, fertilizer, and pretty much nothing else. Uh, that's kind of you know it's that, that's where you want to be long. You really don't want to be long in in the tech right now because it's getting decimated. Uh, I mean that's just the uh, that's just the long and the short of it. Hi Jim, would you dump uh, Tilray down fifty percent? Absolutely, I would, uh, and put it towards Amazon before the splits. No, I would I would I would dump Tilray and I would buy oils. <laughs> I wouldn't buy either of them. I would I would dump Tilray. And I would look for a good oil stock, probably the XLE. Uh, I, I think Amazon, even when it splits, is not going to do that well because retail is getting hammered. So that's kind of my, my, my viewpoint on it. I think that you could, should consider dumping Tilray because, you know, I, I was trading the marijuana stocks way back in, in 2017, but I haven't traded them since. There's a lot of problems with them, and uh, I just think that you're not going to, you know, I think it's better to go to cash right now. I think that's going to be your better bet. So I appreciate the question, though, but uh, no, I wouldn't, I would not do that. I would not, I would be selling Tilray, and I would be in cash waiting for a better opportunity. Let's look at Deer, John Deer. Um, this area is relatively good. The farming area has been good. I mean, the, the farm prices have been off the chain. So people are buying new equipment. So this is this you know this technically is one of the better areas of the market. But I do not like the the action on this chart. If you'll notice, it's a downward trend on this chart. We've just we've we've just broken below that 200-day line, and with earnings coming up in one day, you know what? I would probably be a short on this one actually. Uh, my guess is that we're going to see some weakness here. I wouldn't short it because I'm interested, more interested in shorting the retail stocks because I think those are the weakest. But this one, I would not be a buyer of this one. Just I just wouldn't be a buyer of this one. I think it's too da too uh, dangerous. All right, so you're up. That's great. Uh, LMT, you're on Lockheed Martin at 10%. Okay, here's what I would do with LMT. Uh, it, it may go up even higher, but what I would do is I would take off 50%. I would take profits here. If you're up that much, that's fantastic. So you probably were a buyer. Let's see, you were a buyer back on this breakout from the that's from your you're on the breakout. So you were so you bought it probably back here. Um you know, pro probably back around the end of July, end of January, and you're you're a buyer there. So here's what I would do. It's in a downward trend right now. I would take half of my position off, and I would start taking profits on this one because uh, it, it, it may hold up, but it may not. You never know. Um, do you set stop losses on options? Very good question. No. Here's what I do. Here's what I do when options and spreads. I set alerts. I set alerts. And then when I see an alert, then I take a look at it to see if I'm going to close or not. But that's a great question. You can set... 
you can set stops on options. But the reason I don't set uh, stops on options or spreads is because you're all they're volatile. They're too volatile for that. So sometimes you'll get in a momentary situation where they're they're trading they're they're trading out of sync, and then you'll get stopped out, and then you'll realize that hey, it came back to what they call a natural, and you you, you get stopped out. You could have made money, and you, you get stopped out because it was out of sync. So no, I don't put stop losses on options or spreads. I but but I do I do always put the break even typically the break even price. And that is an alert. Thank you for that question. That's a great question. All right. Um, uh, I told you Under Armour was going to go, was going to tank today. You certainly did, and I didn't. I, I I just went out there and I didn't I didn't short it. Uh, I shorted under I shorted Ross Stores, uh, but I didn't short on Under Armour. I'm sure that it did tank as well. You know, there's just been a lot of damage in the retail sector. Yeah, it did. It moved. Uh, it, it, it moved down from, uh, it, it closed at 1818 and then it's up a little bit after ours, uh, to, to eight, uh, 24. It did tank. Definitely went down about $2. Um, the only, my only, my only issue with this one, and it's not really an issue. It's just the question of how much meat was on the bone when I, with, when they did Ross, um, there's a little bit more meat on that with Ross. It was up here at 92. That's where it closed. And then, you know, it, it, it dropped $20 a share. So that was a little bit more meat. That's why I went for this one because it's just a little more meat on this one than on, um, than on Under Armour, but definitely Under Armour did tank. And, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely true. Um, so that is kind of where I'm on the bear hunt right now. The bear hunt for me is in the retail sector, especially the ones that are reporting, because I, you know, with this inflation, people just aren't going to go. I mean, people think that, well, you know, uh, people are going to go to raw stores because it's cheaper. Well, actually, what that's not true. They're not going to go to raw stores at all. They're going to go to the thrift store is what's going to happen, unfortunately. So not a good thing. So if, if Goodwill, if Goodwill was a company, I would probably be long Goodwill at this point. XLE, let's, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you for watching. I appreciate that. DLO, let's look at DLO and see what we've got there. And DLO, hmm. D local limited. I don't know this one. Uruguay, oh, uh, cloud based payment. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with this company, uh, but it's definitely in a good area. But I wouldn't buy it now, primarily because I'm just not interested in being in anything that's in finance right now with this market. Uh, but if you'll notice, this is a downward trend. I just, I don't want to buy. This is the first thing you do when you look at a chart. Uh, this is the first thing that I do, by the way, is I go over to the weekly chart. And then what I do is I look to see what is the general direction of the chart. Well, right now, if you look at this one, the trend is down. So just by doing that, I eliminate it. I would not even look further, even though they do have good numbers here, because the trend of this thing is down. I just don't want to buy stocks that are trending down. I want to be buying stocks that are trending up. And that's sort of, that's my first cut. That's the first thing that I do when I look at a stock. I go and I look to that weekly. I then put it on there and then I look to see what's the general direction of the, of the movement of this chart. Well, this is down, so I wouldn't even consider it. Uh, but I appreciate that uh, for, 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 bringing, for, for bringing that up. All right. Uh, let's see. 
Under Armour had off orgs. Yeah, got expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's they're going to have to get a new chief officer. But the you know the thing about it, in terms of making money on it, it's right now it's just too low really to short because you even if you have a twenty percent drop like you did from ten to eight, that's you know that's only two dollars. So that's one of the things you want to you want when you're shorting you want to have meat on the bone. Uh, you know you, you definitely want to have meat on the bone. All right, thank you, funny. Uh, MUSA, okay. MUSA is Murphy USA. Uh, this is a good stock, um, everybody. Uh, this this is a good stock. It's in the good area now. Let me just kind of you know talk a little bit um, about this. Remember that stock just to, that we showed a second ago and how it was a downward trend. Well, this is just the exact opposite. Murphy is an upward trend. I know this is very obvious, but you know, this is the first thing. This is absolutely the first thing that I check. This is an upward trend. These are the kind of stocks you want to be buying. Why? Because they're moving up against a downward trending market. That's a good stock. Um, and it's in a good area. So it's in the retail super mini marts, which is in the top 20. I always like to be in that top 20 in terms of the sector. So that's in. So that checks out, too. It looks like it had good earnings. Look at that. Very nice. Up 48%. But look at this profit up 202% quarter over quarter. That is strong. Also, nice low PE ratio of 12. Uh, right now in the market, that's what's being um, rewarded. Cash flow is strong, $24.54 on $200. Like that is a strong cash flow. Return on equity, 50%. Wow, that is something else. So, yeah, I, I definitely like this one. Uh, no question about it. Let's kind of check out, give it the smell test. Wow, look at that, 100%, 100% on the checklist. So I'm very much liking that. Let's check out some of the other, let's let's check out some of the other factors. Let's check out on the pattern rec to see if we can buy it, if there's a place we can buy it. Unfortunately, and this is, the, this is unfortunate, this has happened so much with these really good stocks like Murphy USA, we are very far above the pivot. We're 22% above that pivot. Now, the buying it as it moves above the pivot, that's the best place to buy it. But there are secondary buy points where you can buy off of reversals. Let's see if we can do that here. It doesn't look like it, but let's take a look to see. on the. This is when we go to the daily chart to see where to buy it. Well, actually, that's not a bad reversal. Uh, we came up right to that 21-day line. So, yes, this is actually a good place to enter it. Wow, that's incredible. Um this is not on. Let's look at the technicals here. Yeah, we're right at the 21 day line. This is where it's going to reverse and reverse higher. So the ideal buy point, obviously, the first one, of course, is this what they call this base. And that would be that's a that primary buy point. But we are on a secondary buy point where it pulls back to this green line. That's the 21 day line. I think you can buy this one. Uh, this is actually viable right now. So interesting uh you know in interesting so yeah musa is viable so i appreciate uh, you br you bringing that uh bringing that up um that is a good stock so it's viable right now and uh very very interesting all right let's look at target tgt this is for um uh, SAIF five 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 six. I think that is. 
that's your uh, handle on TikTok. So this is uh, coming from TikTok. Uh, and let's look at Target TGT. This is where I've been concentrating my shorting activity right now has been in the um, retail area because it is so weak. The retail area is so weak. And look at this. Target is not a fly-by-night company. This is one of the biggest retailers in the country. It's a very strong comp company. And look at what happened to it. It was destroyed. Uh, it went all the way. It was all the way up here right before earnings. It was right at about um, 215 and then it just collapsed all the way down here, and it's it's below 160. So you know there's going to be a lot of pain for this stock. Uh, I would not, first of all, I wouldn't buy it long. I don't know if I would even short it here because I think a lot of the shorting has come out. But I would watch this one, and if it if it if it can trend up to the 21 day line, that's where I would short it again. But right now the 21 day line has no nowhere near caught up with it. As you can see, we're very, very far away from that. What's going to happen, of course, is this this line is going to come down, and then it's going to rally up here, and then that's going to be a potential short. But I wouldn't do anything with it right now. It's telling me basically, Target is telling me that it's time to just watch this, just watch it. Don't do anything. Uh, don't do anything on it. Let's look at COP. That's uh, uh, that's Conoco Phillips. Um, and I think that that was, for many of that was the largest company based in Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this also excellent company. This is one of the large integrated companies, one of the large integrated oil companies, such as, you know, Chevron, Exxon Global. This is sort of in that class. Shell would be in that class, too. Uh, you could possibly include Hess, and you could possibly include, um, well, there, there's, some, there's some other ones you can include. Very strong relative strength line. That's good. Uh, again, it's in the right area, four out of 197. So this is a very good area to be buying in, is in that oil and gas area. You can see it's where all the strength is. Again, you know, if you're just looking at the chart, the first thing the first thing you do when you look at this chart, you go over to the weekly chart, you look to see what is the general direction of it. Well, it's up. This is a general direction up. So this is definitely kind of something that you want to be, want to be looking at. Now, to get the right place to buy it, we go over here and we check to see where the pivot is. The pivot on ConocoPhillips is 77.98. So we're above the pivot. So the primary buy point, we don't have access to that. So the secondary pivot, the secondary buy point is going to be basically a pullback to the 21-day line. That's this green line here. Now we're currently um, we're, we're currently extended from this line, but only 3.919%. We want to try to buy it on the secondary buy point within 5% of the 21-day line in an upward trend, and that's what it looks like. So this is buyable. Uh, this, is, this is definitely buyable here. You could buy this. this is the, these are the kind of stocks you want to be looking for. Uh, definitely, a good, de definitely a good suggestion. Thank you. Um, thank you for uh, uh, I appreciate that. That's a good stock. And you definitely can buy it at that level. All right, let's look at LSPD. Uh, LSPD. And that is Lightspeed Commerce. No. Again, let's take a look. Let's take a look at that. Let's look at that chart and see why I wouldn't be a buyer of it. First of all, we go to that weekly chart. 
we look at the chart and we look, oh my goodness, look at that, it's straight down. So this is a, you can eliminate this just on the first pass. This is a downward trending chart. You don't catch a falling knife, downward trending chart. So here's the, here's the thing on, um, you know, here, here's the, here's the thing on this one. Don't catch a falling knife. That's what this means. Um, you know, that when, when they say, when everybody says that, don't, don't catch a falling knife. What this means is, is that the, 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 the stock is moving down and lower. It's the trend is down. And so because of this trend being down like this, you just eliminate it. You don't even look at it. Um, I mean, yes, somebody wants to buy it at the lower low, but don't try to get a, don't try to buy something off the bottom. This is the it, buying it off the bottom is very hard. You want to wait until it's reversed. It's trending up solidly. That's where you want to buy it if it's in the right sector of the market. Right now, this is not the right sector of the market. Uh, this is in the computer software uh, enterprise, and this is 187 out of 197. So this is in the bottom. This is in the bottom five percent of the market. So this is the worst. This is the this is the worst sector to buy in. Well, there's several others that are worse than this, but this is in the worst part of the market to buy in. You don't want to buy in this part of the market because it's in a downward trend and it's in the lowest part of the market. So not something you want to look at. Um, all right, VTNR. Let's take a look at VTNR. And VTNR, let's pull it up, is Vertex Energy. This is in the energy sector. This is where you want to be buying if you're going to buy anything. Oil and gas refining, I definitely like that. Let's go to the... the um, uh, let, let's let's go to the um, weekly chart. This is the weekly numbers. We we definitely have have we bottomed. We're now starting an upward trend. You always want to buy in that upward trend. We've got a relative strength of 99. That's excellent. This line is the relative strength line, and it looks as if it is outperforming the relative strength line at the very top. So this is definitely looking very very good. Uh, $14.98 cents on the weekly. So let's go to the daily chart to see if we have an entry point on this one. Not a good entry point, unfortunately. There's really no base pattern here, unfortunately. Looking at this, this is not a base pattern. Um, it is cons it's consolidating up here. You know, you possibly could buy this, but it's just not. Eh. It's it's at the it's it's near it's near its higher high. So, so if it can move above about 16, you might be able to pick it up. But I just don't know about this. This doesn't look. It's got a decent checklist. I would be, I would be, I'd be leery about buying this one. I think you want to watch this one and not buy it. Vertex Energy, but you know, this could be very good. You know, oil and gas stocks can be very, very good. If it moves above sixteen, that's where I think you might want to take a look at it. And thank you very much, George, for saying smash that like button. I really need that. Uh, I need to get out there to more people. Um, and I really appreciate it. That, that really helps me. I mean, believe it or not, I didn't. I, I was really skeptical initially about it. I thought, oh, a, but please smash that like button. I really appreciate that. That's great um, uh, to do. And I so appreciate you bringing that up. All right, we're almost there. Uh, let's take a look. All right, thank you, Buck. For, all right, thank you, man. All right, how low can Tesla go? That's a great question. I wish I knew that. I tell you, man. Last. Um, I made a lot of money on Tesla in the last two years, but I haven't been in it for quite a while now. Um, I just there there just wasn't the um, 
uh, there just wasn't an entry. I've heard that some stockholders they want them to uh, they they want them to do a stock buyback, but that's not going to happen with Tesla because they need the cash for their for the plants. Um, so I definitely think we could see it move move lower. I mean the the real pivot. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go back to the monthly chart and kind of give, you know, this is the history of Tesla. I was buying it when it came out of this, when it went in 2000, um, 2020. I didn't quite, I didn't get this first one, but I, but I got it kind of right as it came out. I didn't get, I didn't get this initial one, but I got, I kind of came, got it right as it came out. I have some old videos. If you look back on TikTok, you can see this as it came out of this consolidation. That's really why you want to buy at a higher high. And then, boom, it just moved up terrifically. But here's what's happening right now and why Tesla, unfortunately, is not a buy. This is the monthly chart that we're looking at. If you'll notice, this is the relative strength line. It's a 62 and pointing downwards. That is not a good sign. Since basically, um, you know, basically Tesla since, unfortunately, um, the last part about November of 2021 has been in a downward trend. So currently, Tesla isn't a downward trend. We just don't want to buy it um, right now. We just we don't we don't want to buy it. We want to wait for it to form a base pattern, and unfortunately, that does not like look like it. As you can see, all the marks that I've that I have on it, it's still in a downward trend, and it's been in a downward trend really since um, you know since March. And I think and it, it was just it was it was a, a partial downward trend. So, not looking fantastic on. Tesla. I think we're probably going to have to wait for it to go sub 500 uh, in order to buy it. I think that there might be a potential to buy Tesla at, uh, I'm guessing, you know, there's a consolidation at about this level here. This is the last major consolidation. I think that, you know, if it goes to five for five, then I think we might have a potential to buy it. But you just, we just got to watch this thing go lower it's going to go lower for a while that's just that's just the the way it's uh, the way it's going uh, the way it's going right now the the uh, the trend for tesla is downwards we go to the monthly chart and I can, we can definitely see that and it basically started back in november uh it, it basically started started back here in november of 2021 so that's the trend and the trend currently is downward uh, and it is not below that, you know, it's not gotten support. It may go as low as that 200-day line. I think that, you know, possibly we get support at, at, at 600, but I think it's more likely we're going to get support there at about 500. So I definitely think we're probably going to get some support at about 500, hopefully. But right now, the trend in Tesla is downward. So remember, the trend is your friend. You don't want to buy counter to the trend because it can really hurt you. So, um, so anyways, well, thank you everybody for taking a look today. I'm on at five o'clock every uh, trading day. So I'll be on tomorrow at five. Um, and I hope everyone's doing well in this kind of market. Just, it's not a bad idea to be in cash. Uh, it's not a bad idea to be in cash. Don't, don't worry if you're not invested in the market. Don't worry if you're not invested in the market. Don't catch that falling knife. Don't catch that falling knife. If you want to go long, you got to go to the sectors that are actually working. Right now, the sectors that are working are oil and gas and fertilizer, if you can believe it. Those are the sectors that were, are working the best now. So stay out of the market unless you're in a trending stock 
in the sectors that are working, and I would recommend the oil and gas sector. Retail in particular, it's very weak. Also, computer software, weak. Chips, weak. These all have downward trends right now. We want to stay out of them if we possibly can. Why? Because we just increase our odds by being in the right sector of the market. If we're in the oil and gas sector, which is moving higher, and benefits from inflation, we will do better. Retail does not benefit from inflation. It's going down. So um, thank you, everybody. If you're not already on the action trade alerts, super duper easy. Just go to floor, And we'll be back tomorrow at 5. Hopefully, I was late today. Thanks for waiting for me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, but remember, uh, cash is king right now. Uh, if you're going to go long, take a look at the oil stocks that are well set up. Stay out of retail, stay out of tech. And if you're going to short, those are good areas, but don't go long for them right now until the market conditions change. Thanks, everybody. Um, you know, uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, I hope to see you back here tomorrow. Uh, happy trading and uh, don't get caught. Don't get catch. Don't catch that falling knife. Uh, it's great to be in cash. Um, it's not, you know, that's not a bad position right now. So I will see you tomorrow.